Welcome, welcome to another... The official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go. You're wasting time. Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is J.K. Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Sue. And Frank. Welcome everybody to Pottercast number 184. Notice that I knew the number that time. What up? Yay. Hey. What? Someone Welcome did their here again for another awesome week of Harry Potter discussion, theories, and whatever with John Frack and Sue. John Frack and John Sue. Frack and Sue. Um, Hello. Got a new, new official Harry Potter poster to discuss this week. We're streaming live on Ustream with about 200 of our closest friends. So let's get right into it, Sue. What's in the news? Okay, before we get started, we have five pieces of news, everyone. And then we have one that's so super duper 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 that's going to get an end at the end because I know we all want to squeeze out of it, but we're going to hold our breaths till we get to that point. So don't start typing in the chat for those that are live, okay? Just saying. Okay, um, you know, by the time this will air, or the regular ones, but it, what's going to happen, though, is we should say congratulations to actor Dan Radcliffe and Richard Griffiths who have well helped completed their run of Equus on Broadway, which I think is just marvelous. Yay. Yes, yes. Um, it, will, it will close officially on February 8th, and as such, Dan is now immortalized on the wall of Sardi's Restaurant in New York City, which is um, a very legendary, very famous restaurant right there in the heart of the theater district. And um, so many, I, I can't even, I don't even know how many hundreds of, of actors and actresses that have graced the stages on, on Broadway are up on the wall there's photos of them so Dan had got that honor too which is really pretty cool actually I mean totally he's a pro Melissa have you been there? I have, I have never eaten there no really? wow well it's super expensive yeah <laughs> usually when I'm seeing yeah. a show that's all I'm spending money on that way but you know I heard it's like the place to go though like you know, afterwards like if you want to like see the start or whatever to go and like have like a drink or something but I think it's probably, maybe that was like in the old days, but now they would just probably avoid it like, like right after the show. Cause, I, don't know. I don't know, I've never... Well, it's really nice that they immortalized him. I mean, that's, that's a huge... It's considered kind of coming of age in, if, in the Broadway community to get that. Which, right. it's a huge honor, so congratulations to him. It's, it's hard to believe that, you know, that he's now completed it, and like next week he'll be starting filming, you know, Deathly Hallows, and he's just like moving right into it, you know? Just amazing, but um, um, speaking of theater news, real quickly, I want to say congratulations as well to uh, David Bradley and Michael Gambon, who both got nominated for the Best Actor at the Olivier Awards, which is a really, really big deal. And um, congratulations! But they're both in the same play, and they both got nominated for the same award, and that's that's pretty amazing news. It's just another indication of the talent that are in the Harry Potter films. Amazing! Oh, incredible! That is. I know that Mr. Gammon has won them several that award several times, but David Bradley is actually quite an excellent actor. And even though he's his face is everywhere as Argus Felch, but um, uh, <laughs> where's his face everywhere as Argus Felch? I don't Felch? know. I think that's in our super duper news, John. We'll, we'll okay. talk about that. <laughs> I want to go out of order here. Um, here we go. Speaking of super news, Miss J.K. Rowling is now a knight of the realm. What? Yes. Yes. How'd she do true. that? She got. She was uh, honored with the French Legion of Honor Award. Hmm. Pretty kind of a cool kind of thing. I, I want see. a French Legion Honor Award. <laughs> so really, if, if France goes to war, does she have to suit up? <laughs> you know, that's a good uh. question. I don't know. <laughs> 
with her saber. <laughs> she could borrow Sir Goggins, little little John, and then she could officially lead your Knights of Hogwarts now. Well, you know, hey, there you are. She could score some major battle points with those shoes. <laughs> Did she? Weren't those shoes amazing, those Melissa? Are, Did you see if them? If I'm not mistaken, I think the color is a little off in the picture. And that the that the the back of the shoe should be like it's red, because those are uh, oh. Christian Louboutin shoes, and his trademark is the red oh, heel. I see. And I don't know if maybe he's doing it in pink now, or maybe there's a di- like now it's like the Rage, so it's a different company, and they're doing the pink thing. But uh-huh. enormously expensive, <laughs> very stylish shoes. I have no idea what you're talking about. She Somebody said that so she awesome. did the whole speech in French. She did. Well, she knows. Oh, her. She have the video of her. Didn't she used to teach him or something? I don't know. God, she's so cool. Um, yeah, that we had the video up on Leaky, and it's in our galleries, uh, and and, and um, she even talked about uh, Voldemort. You know, and she's she did she? Him. Yeah. How do you say Voldemort in French? Voldemort. Oh no! Voldemort. Poof souffle. That's all I'm gonna say. Poof souffle. That's it. They <laughs> drink single malt whiskey. Okay. Uh, what else is up? That was funny. Um, what else um, is up? We heard from our friend Matt Lewis. Um, he gave a. He was on the lo- online chat and he talked again about playing Neville and, and how he is looking forward to the sword swinging, snake killing scene and Deathly Hallows. How cool is that? Yes. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You know what he did though. He he also talked about the importance of reading the books. And that he he says the role, and then he feels he's obliged to to read it and get it right. So he says, playing the role of Neville it gives me a great sense of responsibility. I know what the books meant to me when I read them, and I imagine the films can mean the same to people. So it's very important to get it right. Ah, playing oh a character that has such a crucial role and how the story develops is inspiring, and I'm very excited about it. I just had to make sure I don't mess it up. Ah, oh. he is consistently wonderfully concerned with reaction and with, with fans and with doing, oh, doing yeah. the material justice. So, I mean, they all are, but something there's something about it rings more true to our level of devotion when Matt talks about yeah. it, you know? I feel like, though, at this point, you have to, as an actor, go out of your way to not hear feedback about your performances. Because it's just so easy nowadays to just hop on your phone or the computer and just read reactions to anything that you've done so to be like a Michael Gambon or somebody to be like oh I don't really care I'm just gonna read the script or whatever but it's just he, he, he does seem to go out of his way though to to um, be attentive to it and to care about it and to uh, take it seriously we love him and he does. I agree with what you said, Melissa. I mean, he yeah. strikes such a, a chord with fans. Because I think that they, they sense, at least I do, and I think we all do, is we sense that genuine compassion and genuine caring about the character. And, and, it, and it shows through in his performance. I mean, I, my heart just absolutely broke for him. And I believe it was, yeah, Gobble to Fire, or the scene with Moody. And he walked by that, you know, that shot when he walked down the stairs and then the glass and it's raining and Neville, because, you know, had been through the, the scene with the... the spider and stuff and I just thought oh man he just nailed Neville and I just uh, you know and he takes that step it's so great I love it awesome. <laughs> well what else do we got oh okay listen up Twilight fans <laughs> oh man oh my god this is my favorite oh thing my I've god ever seen I heard life. somebody forwarded this to me and I, ju- I was driving and I almost got into an accident because I just saw what was going to happen I'm sorry Sue go ahead Hi. No, it's okay. Um, um, Stephen King, prolific, award-winning author that he is, made some comments recently to um, 
USA weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and he was comparing, um, you know, Joe Rowling and how she's writing to young people. And that he said that the difference about that Joe Rowling is a terrific writer and Stephanie Meyer, who, of course, is the author of the Twilight series, can't write worth a darn. She's oh. not very good. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's a little harsh. Oh, I could just, I could feel the hot breath of the Twilight fandom as soon as I read that. Ah! Mm. And weren't we right? Hasn't the fandom been absolutely just blowing up? Are there any huge Twilight fans in the chat right now? I want to bring one of them yeah. in. Just, <laughs> just Anybody who wants to defend Stephanie Meyer's honor here? Yeah. Come on. Let's hear it. And if you're just going to bash it, we're going to hang up on you. We want a legitimate fan here. Well, it's... <laughs> There's an unknown number calling. Oh, Hello. Hello. Hi, you're on Pottercast. Do you like Twilight too? Hello. Hi, can you hear us? Yes. Um, my name's Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Are you a Twilight fan? Yes, I am. So let's hear it. What do you think of those comments? I think it's somebody's opinion. I personally don't agree with them, but I mean, it's not that big of a deal. It's just his opinion. So, what did the what did the article say about uh, how it describes sexuality? Well, uh, he was talking about he's writing to uh, the the girls and they're, they're kind of um, it's 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 not overly sexual. It's just um, you know for their but for young women who are not ready to deal with complete full sexuality yet, who are just on the brink of it. I think that's what that he was trying to get to. That's one of the things I like about the books, though. Hey, how old are you? I'm sixteen. I'm just curious. All right. Well, thank you for calling. Where are you from? Tallahassee, Florida. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you. Okay, bye. Bye. I guess to, to talk about the, the comments that I did read, there was some Twilight fans that came out, and they felt that maybe that, that because Stephen King is very well known, um, you know, it's a lot of, like she said, it wasn't a big deal. Maybe, you know, but his weight does carry, his words do carry a lot of weight, I think. Um, he certainly gets a lot of play. He He's kind of like he's kind of curmudgeonly and like set it set in his ways, you know. Like he, right, he, right. I've never known a writer to to say that so boldly in an interview about another writer. Right. Like that's that's some brass yeah. ones right there. Yeah, exactly. Is anybody really ticked off about what he said that wants to call and and say so? I think it's one of those things that, like you said, mm. he's set in his ways, and he. Um, I, I enjoy the fact that he really, he said that they're successful and they're selling, but he just doesn't think it's a style. But everyone has that. Like, I know I can be really snobby about artwork that I appreciate, and I'm like, some stuff is like, well, I know it sells well, I know it's popular, but I still think it's crap. So it's just, you know what I mean? It's just, I think, like she said, it is a matter of mm-hmm. opinion. His opinion does have a little more clout, seeing that he does sell, you know, he's an author himself, and he quote-unquote mm-hmm. knows what he's doing because he obviously is prolific and he does. Um, right. he's, a, he's a very successful writer, but I don't think anybody yeah. believes he's the best writer in the universe. That's You, you can't no, dub somebody right. the best writer in the universe. So if, if he's not, if he's not, then how, exactly. how does That's he have the authority? Point. He doesn't. Nobody does. You know? Yeah. It's, just, it's just his opinion. He just spoke it with such authority. <laughs> oh, dear. Hello. Hi. Hi, you're on podcast. Oh, this is so cool. Are you ticked off about what Stephen King said about Twilight? Um, a little bit. I mean, but in an in- interview, um, uh, Stephanie herself has said that she isn't that good of a writer, but still to have another person say it is pretty bad. It's almost mean. Rude, I think. It is mean. That's to say... Uh, it's so mean. Guys, people... A little bit of criticism is much 
much, much worse on a person than a bucket full of praise is good. And I can't mm-hmm. imagine what she must feel like that Stephen King called her out know. USA Today. I would, like, cry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's... It seemed really uncharacteristic. I don't know what you thought too, but I mean, it just came came out of the blue that he just like it's one thing for if, if someone directly asks you, "Hey, what do you think specifically about her book? Have you read the Twilight books? What do you think?" But it just seemed like he just kind of just bam. I don't know. Oh, I totally agree. Like my thing was, I wonder if there was something before that. Like they kind of built it up before he actually said that because it, it did seem out of the blue. Like I wonder if he was asked about her or something. Well, she's yeah. like a hot topic. You know what I, I, mean? bet he gets, I bet because it's vampires and whatever, he gets asked about her quite a lot. Somebody said in the oh, chat, yeah. you know, it's, it's she's a writer, it's criticism. There's a big difference. And I can't, honestly, mm-hmm. I can't believe that I'm like on Stephanie Meyer's honor here because I, I, I'm i not the biggest Twilight fan in the world. I, I like them fun. They're fun. We talked about it last week. They are fun and very easily readable. But it, there is a huge difference between saying, here's what I think she could be better, here's what I think of the failings of the book, here's why I think the book isn't worth the hype, and saying, oh, she's a terrible writer, she can't write. That's a, that's I totally agree. That's just being that was just low. Hey, what is your name, by the way, and where you're from? Uh, Derek. I emailed you before, Melissa. Oh, hi. I'm sorry, I got a lot of emails. Hi. Oh, that's okay. It's <laughs> cool hearing you guys. Cool. Well, thanks for the call, Derek. Hi, Derek. Hey. Hey, Derek. Sorry, I haven't read much Twilight, so I don't have much to say on this situation. Oh, that's okay. Thank you. Oh, thanks, buddy. See ya. I think, uh, I think there's a place for stuff that you just that just reads very fast and it's fun. Like there's no, there's nothing particularly wrong with that. You yeah. can't put all or if it's something in the same boat. If it doesn't tickle you, you know, it's one of those things. Like, okay, doesn't mean it's not legit. Like, just because you don't like it doesn't mean it doesn't have its place. Sure. And, and I think that's something to remember. See, I, I felt really bad for, for her, for Stephanie Myers, as like, you know, this is something she puts a lot of, uh, you know, her heart and soul and effort into. Like, I take no pleasure in, in you know, seeing somebody, you know, be like, uh, criticize her in that way. I only took pleasure in, in just the knowing how Twilight fans, particularly the ones that try to make Twilight out to be the second coming of Harry Potter and everything, and like the next best thing since, since Joe that just totally have their heads in their ears just to just to hear somebody like Stephen King you know sort of put it in its place yeah but uh, but as far as yeah I felt bad for, for Stephanie I mean I mean what does she do she even admitted at one point she doesn't think she's you know the best writer in the world she just had a story to tell and it became what it became right I mean I agree with like what Melissa's saying it was just a light fluffy but I have no desire to read the, that fourth book none and um, I don't think she's a very good writer, but at the same time, what bothered me more about was the whole situation was the continual comparing between the two, the, the Harry Potter books and her books. And I resent, I just, it just drove me mad. And then they tried to make, a, like, there was some war between us. And I, I just, ugh, ugh. So I think that's why that was, there was such a reaction within our fandom to this news. It was like people were just so frustrated by that fact. It was just continually, like, shoved on us, even though most people didn't really consider it. I mean, I never, in my head, thought, oh, got to compare, with, you know, compete events the, the twice. Now, let me ask you guys, those of you, I think everybody here but me has read them. Um, I have a friend uh, who read, likes Harry Potter, and she's reading Twilight, and she, actually, she's rereading because she enjoys it so much. And typically, like, we see eye to eye on a lot of things, and she says that what she likes about them and what is reminiscent of Harry Potter in them 
is the relationships the the characters have with each other. Now, is that is there some? Is, do you think that has some merit? With not the overall story arc, but the story arc just like how the characters react to each other. And well, that's what Cheryl says. Other. She says that it's, it's a lot. A lot of it is that it captures really effortlessly the, the total dizzying feeling of being in love. Okay, okay, that's okay. That's what she said because she um, she's she like married. Uh, her high school sweetheart so she says she remembers a lot of just kind of she just relates to it a lot because like when she was younger going through this like going through all that kind of stuff she just just kind of brings the truth with her I'm like yeah. okay I, I I was just I always thought it was curious so just I, would, I would agree that it may represent well some of the, uh, the feelings and uh, the you know the things people do but to compare character relations is to say that characterizations in Twilight are on par with characterizations in Potter, which is completely out the window ridiculous. To consider any character in Twilight as developed as even an average character in Harry Potter, just through description and, and how Joe, you know, can, can tell uh, so much with so little, with so many of these characters. And, you know, the main character of Twilight is such a obvious shell for every girl to inhabit whenever they pick up the book. There's, so is Edward. <laughs> so like, hey! They're so, cool! I mean, come on. I don't want to talk about Twilight this whole time. I okay. We, we can do like a, like an extra edition. Potter cast the Twilight edition. Yeah. Anyway. We'll do it at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's on, on to Harry Potter. We finally... February of 2009 saw our first posters for the Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Three of them. Woohoo! Officially released three posters. Yeah, I love how we thinking? get or, yeah. We get three and one. Three and one. thinking about them? Hmm. <laughs> first of all, Harry's wearing a Mr. Rogers sweater. I find it's vastly amazing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It just looks more Mr. Rogersy in this one. Because you can see, like, the wool... I, I could not get over how much like Prisoner of Azkaban. Am I alone in this? Yeah, I was very, I was very taken aback at how almost uh, I don't want to say lackadaisical, but it's not the right term, but almost informal they seemed. Like they have the titles like even cut off on the side. Yeah. It's the first time I've ever seen them say HP six. Yeah, I didn't like HP six uh, like that. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting doesn't really roll off the tongue. Do you know what? I just, I can't, I just, and, and maybe someone that's better at art, maybe both of you, both of you, John and you, Frankie, can weigh into this. Why on earth is everything so, I don't know if it's airbrush, Photoshop, whatever, but I just, I can't, it, it does not attract me to those. I don't find Harry attractive. I think he's a good looking guy normally, but I just think he's just so, he almost looks like a He's got that porcelain skin with the light coming in. I mean, it's a cool effect how they have, like, the Dumbledore and his glasses reflected like that. But the, below him, it just, he, he looks like he's just, like, not real. It's like a little wax mummy there. I don't know. And they over-Photoshop everything nowadays, and it's it's frustrating because it's like, I don't know. I agree with you. It's just, you don't have to do that. You realize people have pores That's in their awful. skin, right? just... He's not a mannequin. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he, he's a very, I mean, I think he's a good looking young man. And I just, I don't, I don't see why they, they, they did that. I don't, I don't get that. I don't know what these People are just, it's just so, the, the norm now, it's just what people are accustomed to seeing. And something to come out that, that wasn't would almost be jarring at this point. But it is, it is ridiculous. Especially, I mean, you're, 
you're toting the line of the of the conversation similar to why uh, women in magazines and posters are always completely altered and, and destroyed and and the, and the negative impact that it has on, on you know so many people's self-esteem and uh, it's awful gross okay. so, yeah, it's everywhere even in entertainment but I mean, do they? I mean, it's nothing that they have to do. It's a free choice on their part. And I just, I don't. Not sure. I, don't I mean, know this is very stylistic. This poster. I mean, it's very, you know, they had a specific color tone in mind, so they had to recolor, you know, everything in here as it is. It leaves a nice narrative to it. What do we think, Dumbledore on the glasses? I thought it was kind of cool because it kind of. Uh, we were just talking. That silly HP six thing. I can't see in that. It looks horrible. It looks like the P, the bottom part of the P is too long too. I hate that. I don't understand the HP six thing. They spent they spent close to ten years branding this. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you insert a new like logo? I don't. I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, it's the same fonts, obviously, but. They're so used to seeing the big Harry Potter and their little metallic font treatment. My life. You know, honestly, the one thing that bothers me about this, only because I saw the other Dumbledore poster, is, correct me if I'm just ridiculous, but wouldn't the reflection in the glasses be, like, inverted horizontally in the other direction? You're being ridiculous. <laughs> it's, for what Frankie, you know, though, am he's I right? Because if he's looking way. at Dumbledore... You are being ridiculous. But how do you know where Dumbledore, Dumbledore is would be the other direction. Go with it. Yeah. <laughs> he turned around, John. <laughs> John, he turned around. Or he apparated the same photo. The That's all that happened. He turned around. He turned around. Come on. He turned around. You're just being hypersensitive Dumbledore. there. But, um, Dumbledore's hand is not black. I know. I didn't. I was like, Ugh, I wanted to see the black hand. Yeah. Ew. That's going to be a big reveal, though. I want people to get used to it. Oh, and he doesn't have his hat on either, which is like a big deal without his hat, too. What are people talking about this, like, what apparently is or isn't on Harry's shirt? It, look at that other one. There's one him, and there, if you look like where the button is, like right where his chest is, it looks like there's like some sort of images. It doesn't look like his shirt. I know it's supposed to be the light and stuff, but it looks like there's somebody's head. And like, I don't know. I just thought it was very bizarre. Is this, a is this like for real, shirt? or is this one of those magic eye things? Like, it just looks like... I think it's probably an optical illusion or something, but I, I don't know. I just thought it would it just really caught my eye, first of all, more than what Harry's looking at. It's just I went right there to that chest, and it looks it just I kept flashing that Sirius's head or something. I don't know what it is. And then I thought it looked like somebody's hand, and it was just so weird. And I know I'm freaky to think that way, but I just thought it was weird how they put the lighting or whatever that is on there. I don't know what that was. It's right above the two T's. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, if you look at the one with Harry, yeah, uh, the the one that shows more of his body, and it says where it says Harry Potter on the two T's right above the part where the two T's are. If you look at his the way his shirt is where the buttons are, if you look on the left, there, it looks like there's something. I, I'm sure. I'm sure it's just supposed to be light and stuff, but I thought it was very bizarre how they chose to do it because it's a man-made creation. So, uh, to me, it looks like they deliberately put something freaky in there. And I, if they did that, if it was just accidental and it came out that way, mm. then I don't... Yeah, I think it's just a crumpled shirt. Yeah. It just looks bizarre. It's just catching the light, strangely. You see? It's just, I swear it looks like somebody's forehead with hair. And it's just... Well, um, it's yeah. well, it's, it's very, it looks it's, like they have like a, like a smudged lens, which I would think in a highly, ar- highly artisticized photo like this would not factor. You know? Yeah, exactly. I just well, thought it was weird. It's an unnatural place for there to be light, because the light's coming from over his shoulder. So the front of his shirt shouldn't really be catching any of that light. 
So if it was supposed to be deliberately reflecting something or whatever, then what's the whole point of that? I don't know. Maybe, I, don't, I know, it's, it's minute and not... Yeah. I mean, are we really splitting hairs or are we me. thinking that it's possibly some kind of, like, hidden imagery? Like a clue? We're splitting. We're splitting. I'm sure we are. It's okay. just, I found it so distracting. It, it took away from my enjoyment of the photo when I first saw it. I was like, it really just made me go. And, I, and this was the poster that I liked how, um, you know, haphazardly they threw in Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Like, we get the H cut off and the D cut off. Yeah, isn't that bizarre? It's like, uh, it's, it's a weird... Oh, that's just a typography photo. thing. It's just, it, see, that, along with the whole HP6, tells me that they're just trying to market a younger generation yeah. with the texting generation. That's all that is. It's just like, hey, we're, we're cool, we're hip, we're young, we, we don't, you know, you we're can not, read it, just like how it's not all there, just like texting, you, you use three letters yeah. to say a whole paragraph. It's like, yeah. R-R-L. I'm like, what? Yeah. I think that's a little totally it's, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing yeah, like we're not right. taking ourselves too seriously we're, we're yeah, like we're too hip with the kids yeah exactly yeah we're i like it fresh cool. people people in our live chat are asking about the what you guys think about the quote once again once again i must ask too much right. i like that yeah is there a comma in there anyway shouldn't I, there I be a comma between you and harry no there isn't oh, you're asking the wrong guy they have another comma error. Oh, what? No! Don't say that, Melissa, no! <laughs> they, need, they need a grammar checker. I volunteer. <laughs> I must ask too much of you, Harry. I, but I don't know. Comma, Harry. I think, it's one of the, I think it's one of these strange grammar situations where it's not necessarily, it's not 100%. Like, it's not as important as the other ones was. It was, um, oh, what was the quote? It was on, it was on Movie 4's poster. Um, something else, Harry. Um, it was like a mythian parentheses, or a posture. What, what was that one? What was that one? Everything. It's something about everything changing. Everything's uh, everything will change, or everything's hairy. going to change, or something like that, right? But it was it's something comma hairy. Yeah. Comma 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 hairy. Somebody in the chat has to know. Come on, what are we talking about? I can't believe I forgot this too. Oh my gosh! Everything's about to ch- everything's about to change, or no? It's um something Dumbledore says. No, you will lose everything, right? No. No. Dark and difficult times lie ahead. Okay, so I keep going back to the griddle era. No. Oh, that's not it. It's the one before that. Comma Harry. Um, I just want a shirt that says Comma Harry. Hold on, I've got it. It's, um, it was difficult times lie ahead, Harry. Huh. And it was missing the, po- the comma. Yeah. That's it. Okay, anyway. Anyway. So for me, Do you want to hear not... what some of the fans think of the poster? Sure, do it, do it. All right, this person has been calling st- steadily since we started here. Hi, you're on Pottercast. What's your name and where is you from? Hey, this is Autumn, and I'm calling from the suburbs of Los Angeles. Oh, oh you awesome. did that. You are a pro. You did that hey. awesomely. <laughs> How are you guys doing? Can you guys hear me okay? Yep, you, you sound great. Yes, yes, sorry. I'm on the cell phone, so I apologize if it cuts out. But um, I don't love the posters at all. I really don't don't care for them, aside from them being photoshopped to death. I'm just seeing the rest of the trio. Oh, yeah. yeah. The whole Actually, that's a good point because I think there. it's very marketable because <laughs> the whole teen drama relationship angst is... It does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. But, um, yeah, I just... I mean, I know that the sixth book is really Harry-centric, but I, I like the side stories of uh, what's going on between Ron and Lavender and Ron and Hermione, and I, I still want that to be overlooked in all of this emotional material that comes out. Yeah, I don't think it'll be totally overlooked. Yeah. 
But I gotta say though, for, for so many years we've had the trio, the trio, the trio, the trio. I'm nice to see them, I'm happy to see them honoring that this is a book about Harry and Dumbledore. Yeah, you know? that's yeah, that's a good point too. Yeah, and, and I think that that's really, the movie seems like it's really gonna focus on that. I mean, the last few previews, that's basically um, what they really focus on is Dumbledore and Harry. So um, I just hope they don't lose the side story too much. But you know, for me, for me, I don't know, but if I want to do invoke the image of Dumbledore and the Half-Blood Prince thing, that photo that they have of Dumbledore doesn't really do it for me. I'd rather to have, like, you know, maybe the the one of the vials or his ring or something, you know, would have been really cool for me to, to like that, to, to, to identify him, Dumbledore, so much with that whole the Horcrux thing. And I just, I don't see him without a hat and not having his black and tan really the best, in my opinion. Thank you. Yeah, I know. I don't like the poster. Yeah, well, thanks for well, calling. Thank you, thanks. Thanks, guys. And um, Melissa, I love your book. Thank you very much. Yes, we're good. Okay, yep. Bye-bye. Okay. How about somebody else? Let's try the Martian again. Um, hi. Hi. Thanks for calling Pottercast. What's your name? Where are you from? Hi, I'm Zainab. I'm from uh, Canada. Awesome. What do you think of the posters? Um... Regardless of what everyone's kind of saying in the chat, uh, I quite like them. I really like how uh, moody and uh, dark they are. Although I do agree with Sue that uh, Harry does look kind of creepy in the close-up. But, um, and I like the Mr. Rogers sweater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you guys know that Mr. Rogers' his mom made every single one of Mr. Rogers' sweaters by hand? Mr. Rogers, he's not here anymore. I promise. Melissa, am I correct? Am I lying? Yes. Oh, you read the same article I did. You know I'm not lying. But she didn't. Oh, made every one of Mr. Rogers' sweaters. Yes. Oh, no, yes. No, you're right. Sweater. You're right. I thought you I thought you were making a joke about him make, her making them for the Harry Potter. <laughs> for the Lace, Lace, yeah. uh, no, I'm afraid she's been dead for quite a while. I, I also had a question about the poster of Dumbledore. Um, I'm not sure if anyone else has mentioned it, but do you think the ring on his pinky finger is uh, the gaunt ring? Um, he, he's worn a ring on his finger, though, I think, yeah, in all he the has. movies. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I think that's... Yeah. This is a stupid question, but he doesn't, like, once he attempts to put it on, he doesn't put it back on for any reason, does he? Yeah. Well, the curse is let out, so I think if he did put it on, it wouldn't be... And he wants the curse out. But, you know, now, what... I don't think the curse is just a one-time curse, because, hell, you just no. get some random person to put on the ring and but sacrifice himself. he destroyed the Horcrux. I'm like, okay, he curse is gone. Not, it's not a curse on the ring. It's a curse on the Horcrux, and he destroyed it. Yeah, yeah, he did destroy the Horcrux, of course. That's right. All right, well, thank you for calling. Yeah, thank you for taking my call. I love Pottercast. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> we love Canada, too. Oh, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. We're going to be there. We're going to be what? in Canada this summer. We are. Have there been in Canada? It might be our first Canada show on top. We are? <laughs> what? Pottercast goes international. Yeah, we're going to go up to Canada. I think Vancouver. No way. Really? This is the first breaking news. Really? I think one of our stops is Vancouver. Oh, Vancouver's I'm excited. a very yeah. big city. Tell Kim. Kim will be excited. Kim. Yep. How about it? Yep. We're a boot in Canada. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the week the week that we swing through California, we're gonna go we're gonna go up. I'm back, back y'all. We're not sure. Just keep an eye on Pottercast.com, guys. We'll let you know as soon as we have um awesome. updates. Oh, that's awesome. We have any other colors drawn? Yeah, do you want to take some more colors about the trailer or about the poster? Okay. Let's do it. All right. I think I know. <laughs> hey, you're on with Pottercast. Who are you? Where do you live? Uh, hi. I'm Sylvie. I'm from Canada. Hey, Sylvie. Hey, Sylvie. Turning into the, the Canada Sylvie show. Sylvie. Yeah. How are you? 
Sylvia. What do you think of the posters, Sylvia? Wait, are you Sylvia the Hufflepuff? Yes, I am. Oh. Hi, well, don't Sylvie. sound too excited, Sylvie. Pardon? Don't don't sound too excited. You're only on the coolest Pottercast show there is. I'm actually trying to be quiet because my family is oh. all like sleeping. Okay. Family. <laughs> <laughs> It's Frankie. <laughs> Don't he do wants that. To say hi. What do you think of the posters, Sophie, yes. in your best excited, quiet voice? I love them. I thought finally we have some. A friend sent one to my phone when I was in class, and I I love them. <laughs> Are they your wallpaper right now on your computer? Currently, no, but I'm thinking about it. Uh, I'm thinking about it too. I'm gonna put out my phone <laughs> wallpaper. Um, that's hip. I, I love the sweater and Everybody, yeah, that's awesome. And when I first saw the the one of Harry with the light thing, that's what I first noticed was the. I thought it looked like a creepy hand. Mm. There was this creepy hand on him, and I thought it looked like a zombie almost. <laughs> Ooh, that would be trippy. Cool. Do you guys think it's um, a zombie? Pardon? Do you think it's a zombie? Yes, it's a zombie. Okay. It's a zombie. <laughs> Well, thank you for pointing that out. Is it a unicorn? <laughs> it's a zombie unicorn finger. Gross. It's a unicorn zombie. Yes. Zombie unicorn finger. Yes. Because only zombie unicorns have fingers. Most unicorns have hooves. But nice. Well, thank you, Sylvie. Enjoy Canada. Thank you. Talk to you later. <laughs> Go Hufflepuff, Sylvie. Enjoy Go Canada. Hufflepuff. Okay. You're awesome. Yay. Sylvie's gone. Sylvie? We said goodbye. Oh. <laughs> and now for your leaky roundup. The Crafty Witches are pleased to announce a continuation of their magical needlework craft along through the month of February. They've been having a great time and haven't called it quits yet, so if you want to join in and you think you've waited too long, don't worry. They still have tutorials there if you'd like to see them on the Leaky Cauldron. If you have a tutorial that you want to see on the Leaky Cauldron, email it to the Crafty Witches at crafts at theleakycauldron.org. Don't forget those dashes in them. New submissions are always welcome. Our innkeepers at the Lillian Stag Inn have informed us that the sorting for Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire begins Saturday, February 7th at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. This is one of our reading groups here at the Leaky Lounge, which uh, features small group discussions in a close-knit family-like environment. And uh, these groups read one book at a time and uh, look beyond the, the surface of the text and get down to the deeper meanings. And they're actually hidden away from public view in the Leaky Lounge, so you have to be sorted into them to take part of the discussion. If you're already a Lounge member or a My Leaky member, just log on and click the Innkeeper image on the right of the main Leaky page. Also, just in time for that special evening with your Potter sweetheart, the Leaky Lounge will be hosting a love-in on Valentine's Day. If you want to send a special love note, or if you want to just read a few leaky love messages to some of our favorite characters, then get ready to share the love with some fun and games that only leaky can bring you. Also, don't forget from the Leaky Lounge, it's just opened its Joe's Book Night, and they're reading the Chronicles of Narnia this time. So grab some butterbeer in your book and join us over there at the Leaky Lounge. That's all, guys. Okay. So how about we talk a little bit okay, about Okay, cool. Development sure. Totally. Yes. This is our number one super duper news of all time. Right, Melly? Go. It's much bigger than the poster. Come bigger on. Bigger than anything on the planet Earth. Well, Sue, what's the news? The news is that Leaky has been revolutionized, baby, to your Leaky. My Leaky. Right, Melly? It's the great project has my, seen fruition. Awesome. My Leaky. Let me tell you guys, I went through my email to, to decipher when the first time we talked about this was, and the first email came in the early part of 2006. Yeah. 
now. Is oh my how gosh, long yeah. Been planning my leaking. Three years. Yeah. We've been planning my leaky. And my leaky is basically, if any of you guys don't know, if you've ever signed up for anything at Leaky, um, you know, like a, a name to comment on the galleries, a lounge name, then you already have an account. And if you don't have an account yet, you can still get an account. If you go to myleaky.com, and it is basically Facebook plus MySpace plus any other social network. Plus Wizard plus Rock. Harry Potter. Plus Harry Potter. Plus Wizard Rock. I mean, and it's the very, it is the very, very beginning. It is fully integrated with their site, and we have so many big plans. When you when you sign in, you join a, you join a house. Everything you do around the site and many things in the future get you points for the house. And I have had so much yeah. fun this week watching people. <laughs> well, we have to even this out because there, there are some yeah, houses that we'll have a lot more members that. than others. Oh, and all those cheating Slytherins with this FTC. I think it's for the cheat, isn't it? Or for, oh, that was for, for the it's cheat. It's for, for the cup now. <laughs> Originally, I thought it might have been. Uh, Maybe it was for the it cheat. It was, but now, now that it's FTC... Everyone will have, like, a username. Like, if you've signed up for our lounge or whatever, you have a username. And a lot of, like, the Slytherins are really trying to rack up house points. And so they all have FT, FTC or S, yeah. FTC by their name. And so uh, trying to rally. So basically, people. yeah. Every, but the idea is that everything now that you do on Leaky to build a community, sure. you make a group, you talk to friends, you leave, leave somebody a message, you make a friend, you create, you know, you upload a video. It gets you points because you're contributing to the mm-hmm. community. So you're adding points sure. to your house. And oh we're going to have gosh. scavenger hunts for you guys. We're going to be integrating this all. I mean, the, the fun. And wait until you see what we do for the people who oh my gosh. Docked, right, John? Docking house points slash detentions. Oh, man. We're going to hang you by your toenails. <laughs> people wait. don't understand that some of the best I ideas wait. I just haven't even wait, came you, out you do, Okay. Do you spend points, or they let you yeah. achieve gold? This Wait to see what you can baseline. do with these points. We've been talking about this. This isn't just like a, <laughs> hey, so I like, got this I number. Use it, my random number of points. Oh, oh no. And this is all, by, by the way, everybody, this is all in the future. We have yes. many things coming with these points, and it's just so fun because we've, we've been in our in our it's spare just time. It's assumed. <laughs> dreaming about doing yeah. this wiki for totally. ever. So, I'll give you a hint. If you, can, if you yeah. collect 100,000 points... You win a date with Frankie Franco. <laughs> Pizza and soda provided. No joke. <laughs> but we, I'm, I'm having. I, I love seeing people like you have Harry Potter as a baseline common interest between you, and then you make a group for people who love Battlestar Galactica, and you make a group for people who are addicted to YouTube, and you, it's 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 really it's like we don't have to be Harry Potter nerdy on Facebook. We can do it in in our own oh, yeah. community so that. The two worlds don't have what's, to meld if you don't want, yeah. it, want it. What's even better? What? What's even better about that is that you can t- take the Potter to another step. So, like, I spend a lot of time on Facebook and I like it, but when I come to Leaky, I can spend it doing Facebook style. But it's Potterized. You can change your skin according to your house. Like, you choose Ravenclaw or Gryffindor or Slytherin or Hufflepuff, or we have a default one too. And they're beautiful. The way that Leaky looks, it's still its basic look, but we'll take on the hues and the colors, and you have the banner of your house and. It just makes it, you really feel, I think, a lot more like you're in that Potter world. And I love it. And I think it's so much fun. So much fun. Isn't it amazing, though, how how long it's been? And we finally have fun. Yes. (laughs) Finally have house skins and can actually change your skin on Leaky. It's like a... It's it's like a 2001 web trick that we just. Yeah. <laughs> that we just Next, we're gonna figure out rollover so uh, effects on links. <laughs> possibly an underline, possibly so bold. 
maybe a color change. Wait, John, I've heard rumors of italic Whoa. Really? I heard oh. it almost looks like you're tilting your head to the side. What? That's intense. Frack, Frack, don't, don't, don't play with my emotions, Frack. Don't play with my emotions. <laughs> don't toy with uh, me. Don't toy with me now. Don't toy with me. But it's so much fun, and, and you know what? I, w- I want to say this, too. This, there's some people who have been concerned mm. about it. If you, you, you don't have to sign up for it, it's not a bad thing, but the only way you do have to sign up if you want to comment, um, but it's just been bringing you more into the Potter world. It is, it is not a bad place. I know that there are parents that are concerned. Um, for yeah. me, I, I am on there. My son sits with me oftentimes when I'm on there, and we go look around at the different and talk to our different friends. And I, I personally have had, you know, I, I, I think it's wonderful um, experience for you as Harry Potter fans. You can find, like Melissa was talking about the groups, there's so many. There's still things. There's one huge one going on, questions for Joe. It never ends. Our fandom oh. is moment. Great group. It's Seriously? Awesome. Seriously? I didn't know about this group. Oh, yes, Melissa. It's awesome. You should go read it. You should go read it. It's called Questions oh. for Joe. It's amazing. Um, it's so funny because I literally, I mean, I I spent a lot of time on Leaky. When this thing came out, I was literally on it for 12 hours. I felt like my head was spinning. I was like, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know where I am. I'm addicted. <laughs> What's going on? But so you're right, and we are the team at Leaky, as ever, as always, is 100 percent committed to yeah. making sure that you have we, a safe we experience on Leaky. There, nothing that is identifying information is yeah, is, totally. is required of you. And even there's a couple of location options that you can opt into. That stuff nope. does not show up on your profile unless you choose it to. Like you know, we're, it's the same thing yeah. as signing up. No, I mean else. if you do sign up, we do notify your workplace and let them know that uh, you're a Harry Potter fan yes. and you're a big dark. Um, but aside from that, of it's course. pretty private. Oh, but no, what, what uh, speaking to the people who are going to be like, well, I don't know anybody. I don't have any Harry Potter friends like you guys. You're, I wish I got Harry Potter friends. Well, that's part of the fun of this, too, is you can go in and you can look for people who are in your house and people that think that they have the same Patronus and people who thought Prisoner of Azkaban was mm-hmm. the best movie. And, uh, and potentially in the future will uh, allow you to see what Potter fans uh, live in the same area as you do. So you might be, want to get to know some local friends. But that'll all be up to you. That's totally right. optional. But again, you can totally you'll say, be able Screw to it. I don't want anybody to know where I live in the zip code. Yeah. They might find me accidentally. You don't have to do that. The Wizard Rockers are going to be able to find you. We're working on a place where you can browse Wizard Rock fans. It's all, it's really like, it's completely changing the boundaries of Leaky and the scope of Leaky in exponential ways. So so crazy. I could sit here and like, like barf my whole idea section of my brain out to you guys, but we only have a few more minutes left in this segment. We'll have to wait. Yeah, but if you are... And may I say, go, go, Gryffindor. (laughs) Hi. Mm. You guys. I wanted to make a quick plug for the bands too. I mean, a lot of people are don't really are not hip. Like, I'm not too hip on MySpace, but for me, this is a Potter Wizard Rock list, so you can go and find, listen to as much Raymond Lupins that you want, or you know, Bumpy uh, has stuff up. So you can hear the bands and more and more joining it. So you can just go around and listen to the music, the Wizard Rock bands, and it's it's wonderful. It's a new way. A lot of people have people not heard of them before and are not willing to go to these places. Yeah. It's a good way to do it. Leaky, so totally and. Um, and eventually, um, with uh, with you telling us uh, your your zip code and that uh, and which Wizard Rock bands you're fans of, we, we may be able to owl you when they are in your area, so you can go check out Wizard Rock. So we have bands from everywhere. Even have Ramilda right, Vane. Well, I I'm think... just gonna plug her. Ramilda Vane, our Irish girl. Hello, yep. yay! Bands everywhere. Okay, it's Amy, right? Yes, Amy rocks. All right, so I think that we have some safe discussing to do, and then we'll see you all in the wrap-up. Yes. 
Yes. Yay. Market. Yay, my leaky. This is part two of our three-part gigantic, enormous series on Snape. Yay, Snape. Wait, part two? Part three. I thought so. Or three. Well, let's just be part three, because we already did 40 minutes, so that's going to be two pieces. Oh, wow. This is part three already? Damn. Yeah, we're wow. moving right along. Okay, then we have a lot to talk about with him. Where do you guys want to start? Because, ah, now there's so much to fit in. Uh, I think we should get some oh, thoughts shoot. from the um, the audience. Well, we can't start with that, can we? Starting maybe with Mr. On Giggles. What? Hi, it Mr. Giggles. Giggles, not Mr. Not Mr. Giggles. Can you hear me? Yep. Yes. Hey, how you doing? What's your name? What's your, What's your name? My name. Yes. 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 Sorry, my computer's a little slow. Okay. What's your What's name? Your or name? Where are you from? John from Pennsylvania. Cool, John. Nice to meet you. Hi, John. But we're going to keep calling you Mr. Giggles. All right. What's up? Tell us what you've been... You've been, like, dying to talk to us. What's 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 so urgent? Tell us. Oh, I just kind of wanted to talk. Awesome. Okay. Do you have anything to say about Snape? Just some of the things that you guys were saying was really interesting. Like, how... I don't see how he, by the end of the book, didn't have some kind of feelings for Harry. Yeah. No, he probably yeah. definitely... I think that's a really good point, actually. Because I think by the end of the books, he realized that despite his physical appearance, he was more of Lily's son than James' son. And I think that would have been a nice, like, I don't know, a coping mechanism for him to realize something. To that degree, to be so harsh as to say that. Because even Harry, when he sees his his dad in the pensive, he leans more towards a Lily personality than a James personality. Because he realized that James is being a little jerk sometimes. He's like, he's yeah. being a bully. And then he even said that to Lupin. And he said, oh, we all grow up and we all mature. Or he said serious or something. I think it was Lupin. Um, to that degree. And so to me, that makes me realize that he was more Lily's boy in personality and demeanor than he was James. And maybe that's just a situation which he was raised in, you know, by the Dursleys and being oppressed for so long. So he's more sensitive to those types of needs in people. But I think Snape, by the end of the book, that's a good point that he would have probably picked up on that at least a little bit. And that would, at least in my point of view, have him like, okay, well, you know, he may look like James, but he has the eyes and the soul of, the soul of Lily. You know what I mean? That makes sense? Yeah. 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 Um, there was that one time, I think, they showed that um, Nate, or, yeah, Nate's talking to Dumbledore, and he says that he doesn't like Harry because he's just like his father. But Dumbledore says all the other teachers said that he looks like his father, but he's like his mother in personality. Oh, look at that. I didn't even remember that. Good point. Wait, does Snape say that it's like his mother in personality? Snape says that it's like his father. Yeah, yeah, Snape said that, but Dumbledore... Dumbledore says he's like his mother in personality. It says in looks, perhaps, but his, his deepest nature is much more like his mother's. I spend time with Harry because I have things to discuss, discuss with him, blah, 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 blah. That's what it says. I happen to be over to that page. Isn't that funny? All right, well, thank you. Thank you, Mick Giggles. And we will be sure to talk to you again. Thank you, Mr. Giggles. Wait, John, what house are you? Oh, I'm a Ravenclaw. Woo, Ravenclaw. Okay, bye. bye. Ravenclaw Giggles. (laughs) Okay, let's talk to Mr. Brian123 because he's been hanging on forever. 
Brian, one, two, three. Do it. Hello, Brian. Hello. How you doing? Good. How are you? You've been on the line like since we started recording. Yeah. How you doing? Where are you from? Um, I'm from Detroit. Cool. Nice. Oh, excellent. Now, how old are you? I'm 13. Cool. Very cool. Excellent. So tell us what your thoughts awesome. are. Your big thoughts about Snape. Well, um, I really liked how Joe how she like developed his character in the seventh book with all the mystery and stuff. But like what um you guys were saying earlier, I don't think that him and Lily would have been together if they could have, mm-hmm. just because they weren't exactly. After Snape kind of turned into a Death Eater, they weren't exactly alike personalities. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's a good point. Good. Uh, okay. Thank wait, you, Brian. Wait, uh, Brian, what house are you? Brian, what house, Brian, are, you, what Brian? house are you in? Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw, yeah. Ravenclaw, another Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Us Ravenclaws have really been taking a nice stand this year. Okay, cool. Thanks a lot, Brian. And uh, to everybody listening on the internet, I'm so sorry. I had this function on where nobody could chat. <laughs> Whoops. I was wondering oh, why I was... no wonder nobody was talking. Nobody was talking. I was like, Ooh, what's going on here? I don't know. All, All right, right. Should we talk for a while before we move on or, or what? Can we talk about Snape's final stand and what it meant to him as a character and his legacy? I think we should because it's getting, um, getting late. We're getting late okay. in here. Sue. <laughs> um, yes. So what are we talking about? We're talking about um, 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 Snape's legacy and his final stand and what we think that uh, portends for his, I don't know, character and the way he's going to be remembered. You know, oh, shoot, because there was one other thing I want to talk about, because it, it, it applies to this. Somewhere during the course of Princess Tale, we learn a minor little thing, and it happened during the Seven uh, Potters, that actually during the battle, when uh, George lost his ear, that Snape actually, you know, he was supposed to be, you know, acting his part, like he's a Death Eater, and helping um, Voldemort, and yet he actually is trying to save Lupin's life. And for me, that really changed it all right there. And I know that sounds strange, given knowing the extraordinary things that he has done for, for Harry and going against Nagini and everything. And But uh, I, I was like, here's, a, you know, those, the Marauders tale is always fascinating. And yet, you know, here's someone who would wanted to kill him. Lupin was part of the order and thought that Snape was the enemy. And yet, unbeknownst to him, here was Snape behind, you know, behind his back, was trying to, to save his life. And I thought, I thought that was amazing. And I don't... So for me, I thought that, I don't know. What do you guys think? Oh, I'm confused right. about what part of canon you're talking about when he was trying to save Lupin. Um, during the Prince's Tale, at least I thought this, like, um, you know when there's the, the seven potters mm-hmm. and they're flying and the attack of Voldemort's there? Oh, yeah. I don't think it's Lupin. I think it's, um, 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 I think he was trying to save George. And he, he, he moved the guy and that's why the Sectumsemper only got the ear or something. But I thought it said that he was trying. He saw the uh, Death Eater point its wand at oh, Lupin, was it Lupin? I don't... and Snape, and then Snape oh, pointed right. his wand, and then it was deflected, and then it went and cut George's ear off. So I, thought, yeah. yeah, he was trying. So, so for me, yeah. I was amazed that here are these, you know, Lupin and the confrontation back in the the, um, you know, the Shrieking Shack and just everything, and and uh, and I thought, yeah. I thought, you know, and Lupin yeah. was one of the people that wanted him dead. And yet he was actively, mm. although unbeknownst to him, trying to save his life. Yeah. So you're and, right. It was uh, Lupin. I just checked. It was. Yeah. Okay. Good. So isn't that amazing? Yeah. yeah. I mean, here's someone you're you're in. So so for me, that boils down to his. I mean, he was despicable to Harry. His treatment oh. of the students, and you know, with a lot, of, you know, making fun of them, and when you know, like the one about the teeth, and the whole thing was just a. Oh, that was terrible. His whole behavior, from the minor little things to the bigger things, and yet 
Harry is still capable of this this act, not about saving Harry, but this act to someone else who would want him dead, who has been not his advocate. I just put it mildly, and then he saves, try to save his life, and I just. For me, that, that boiled down to Yeah, you do yeah. see over the prince's tail, you see him slowly starting to do more and more things that are not required of him to save Harry specifically. You know? Yeah. He didn't have to save George. What? There was no, he didn't have to save Lupin. He didn't, he didn't have, he didn't he have didn't. to. They were just trying to save Harry. But then again, was Lupin a Harry? No. No, no, he was George not. was a Harry, though. You know, but he, but, but think about this, though. I mean, he, you know, he tried to do that to James. You remember that whole deal when he set the where when he knew that Lupin had been, uh, you know, being a werewolf and he sent them down the tunnel and everything. And in that for him to turn around and do it, I just was blown away by that whole because that, that whole Marauder's backstory is fascinating to me. And I wish I knew more about it. But for him to do that. Whoa. I think it just shows. Do you guys think like, that um, do you think we'll get a chance to see uh, Snape in that scene in the movie? Because we don't really know he's there until we find out later, right? So when George does lose his ear, do you think we'll see who casts the spell? I think they might want to do that just because they can show him doing something bad. And even afterward, once Molly tries to heal it, they comment that Snape did it. Because it's like, oh, it's his specialty, Second Simpa. So it's not a big reveal until the end. It's just... Did they really? For us. Did they already suspect Snape? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah they absolutely did. Yeah, they knew right along. All the ones they talking about. We weren't there when it happened. Really? We just saw the wound. We just saw Fred or George yeah. with you know the wound, the, like the bleeding, and like oh what happened, and then it would, exposition told us that. Yeah. How, how should we talk to somebody about Snape's legacy? Uh, shall we? Yeah. Shall we? I like that idea. Yeah, totally. Okay, let's let's, okay. let's do that. Brianna the Bard is one of our editors, so I'm gonna un un uh, undo her. Oh, hey. Hello. hey Brianna, how you doing? Good. How are you? Hey, editor lady. Hello. Hi. Hi, Brianna. Hi, Brianna. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for helping get Pottercast out to people every Where are you week. from, Brianna? Really appreciated. What? Excuse me? Where are you from? I'm from Milwaukee. Nice. Yeah, a little wild away. <laughs> Very cold here. Very cold. Yeah. So the snow's coming down and the cheese is still flowing in Wisconsin? Excuse me? <laughs> The cheese still flowing fine in Wisconsin? Oh, yes. <laughs> the cheese. So tell us. They're... Tell us about Snape. Snape isn't exactly my favorite character. I don't know. <laughs> Gasp. Blasphemy. <laughs> well, it's like. What do you think? Go ahead. What do you think the average Hogwarts students, the, the, the average Hogwarts students in Albus Severus's year, what do you think they would know about Snape? Um, I think they would always, you know, come to conclusions, generalize him like a, I think of him as like my current professor who is kind of geeky, <laughs> like he knows a lot, but I don't know. We're just wondering what his, I, how people would remember him, what would be his legacy if, if see, Harry... We know now? From, we know from something Joe said that sh that Harry would have gone on a campaign and gotten gotten Snape's yeah. picture up in the, put up in in, in the headmaster's office. So I think that... Yeah. Well, it was in there, like wasn't it? Uh-uh. Okay. Yeah, it, it, he was in there at the nope. end. Nope. I, nope. I think the only picture that wasn't ever up there is Umbridge. Right. Well, it wouldn't have, Snape wouldn't have, wouldn't have been either, because it wasn't... He was recognized as an actual headmaster, but he also quit his job. So the... the, the it, it wasn't an automatic, like, you get put up here as soon as you die. So he wasn't there at the end. But... Um, they said that Harry would have gone on a campaign to get him put up there. Well, no. Do you think that? 
do you think that every headmaster's portrait only appears once the headmaster dies? I mean, does you, do, are you only yeah. a headmaster until you die, and then when you die, somebody else gets the job? Yeah, like it's, a, a it's a lifetime job. It's a lifetime job unless you leave it, and in that case, you're you're you don't get that. Yeah, you would. Well, that's crap. Like, so, so dip it, died, on, and if that's you when you leave on good. If you leave on good terms, but if you the Hogwarts is about the loyalty. If you if you leave it in danger, if you if you if you leave the way Snape did, the way the way the world perceives Snape to have left it at that moment, it, the the school I don't think would recognize him as a proper. I mean, I, it's not that I don't think Joe said this that it would not be recognized as a proper headmaster, but Harry made sure that he got recognized. But so, like, Dippet is a lifetime. So Dippet died before for, for yeah. um. For Dumbledore to take over, as far as we know, yeah, or retired. Oh, see, I, I, I just thought more as like a man, like you know, he. It's not like a you're not in there for life. You're in there for as long as you want to be there, as long as people want you to be there. You know what I mean? And yeah, then... I'm sure. I'm sure you can resign, but but I think I think most of. I mean, a headmaster is something that you do when you're old and wrinkly, and you want to just. I mean, I mean, probably most of them die in their jobs. Hmm. Well, who did the guy the guy before Dumbledore Wait. was Dippet? Did he die yes. as headmaster? I don't know. So did Phineas the Jealous die when he was a headmaster? I don't know. Not in the books. We don't know. But Dumbledore yeah, that's did. Tough. Pile it in our questions for Joe Folder. Yeah, I, I mean, never, the, I, never, the, I guess point, I never really relevant, gave it thought. It's interesting. Yeah, well, the the relevant the relevant part of it is that Hogwarts didn't recognize him as a as a true headmaster because he left yeah. he left the school he disregarded the school, which yeah. is bizarre. You think the magic would recognize that he wasn't disregarding the school? You know, somebody had to inform the magic. Very interesting. Now I want to talk about portraits. <laughs> well, thanks for dropping by. Thanks, Brianna. We'll talk to you later. I'll see you yeah, at the meeting. Thanks. What house are is she? Oh, sorry, I hit the button. Uh, I like that. She's yet. a Gryffindor. I'm sorry. Is she Gryffindor? She's a Gryffindor. She'll answer in the in the. Uh, um. Okay. Yeah, one more. Person. Two more. Three more. Five more. What are we thinking? Uh, uh, let's do one probably more. Probably one We're more. At Twenty minutes. All right. Let's go. Somebody at the bottom. Sue, are you here? Um, yeah, I'm here. I have right, a question about those paintings, though, and I want to. Yeah, I want to ask. Where was Dumbledore as a painting during the Battle of Hogwarts? Can someone tell me? Because I don't remember. Uh, I don't think we know. I think it's yeah, a really good question. Up there, the room was empty. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, ex- the explanation in the text that's almost was a that candy conundrums. That's were... worth talking about. Whoa! What? In in what? the text, what? it's written that. Harry thought that all the headmasters were out in Hogwarts trying to watch what was happening in other portraits. Yeah. Be like, why you know, stay Sue, home up in that a... office? There's nothing happening in the office. Yeah. Sue, that's a great, I mean, obviously she probably couldn't mention it because mentioning Dumbledore in a portrait is a, is a big, like, kind of bomb to drop in the middle of, you know? But she could have mentioned, like, yeah, Phineas yeah. Gellis shouting from yeah. the sidelines or something. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe they all flew to safety yes. because if, if, if they were... In a place that got blown up, what would happen to them? Exactly. Because we know that some of the paintings, because that crazy man, you know, Sir Cadogan was zooming around and, and, you know, and all those guys. So the paintings were somewhat involved along with John's uh, Knights of whatever, Hogwarts and stuff. So I just thought it was very curious, a spicuous absence, if you will, that, that, that they were gone. I just wanted to know. I want to know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's do that, Melanie. We'll get her so off. That's think. adding to the S. Somebody's got to start collecting all these things that we say. We're putting in the S Joe folder, and then there is no folder. There's just that we said it. We need to put it all together. Anyway, um, okay, let's get somebody in here. Name is abstracted. Hello. Hello. Hey, Hello? you said you had a great question. Hi. What's your name? 
Where are you from? I'm Shivani from Dallas. Hey. Nice. I want to go to Dallas. It's one of my things. Oh. Okay. I actually had a question about Snape again. I don't know if you guys talked about this, but it's kind of weird. Like, okay. He's affiliated with Slytherin, but towards the end, Dumbledore sees a lot of Gryffindor in him. And I know at the beginning, like when he sorted, when he was young, he's very much a Slytherin. But don't you think now, I mean, how does he cope with being the head of a bunch of people who do a lot of the stuff that he did to Lily and that hurt him? Yeah. Well, hmm. he's dead, so that probably takes the edge off. <laughs> as much as he has a lot of Gryffindor qualities, I still stick by that he's a Slytherin through and through. Just he's very he's very intelligent. He's very ambitious, and I think a lot of his bravery were done at a very Slytherin means rather than chivalry because of, it was for Lily, not for what was right. And so, and like I said before, yeah. I think he would never have he would never have not been a Death Eater if it weren't for Lily. What happened to Lily? If not, he would have still been a Death Eater, and he probably would have been a darn tootin' good one as well. Right, but then but, I guess well, I mean I'm just wondering since in his house, I mean, especially towards the later years when a lot of people started joining up with Death Eaters, didn't he ever think about maybe trying to I guess dissuade them from doing that, or maybe not encouraging all the blood further? Well, he couldn't. He couldn't because it would give up his his loyalty. Yeah, see that that's a good thing to 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 think of because. Is like you, like you said, like he sees the repercussions of his choices, and now he sees other kids doing it. But because of his agreement with Dumbledore, knowing for what he's doing, for he can't, he can't look disloyal. He can't have any of that glimmer in there, and he has to be like, yeah, Death Eaters, you know, the whole mud blood thing and the blood status thing. But yeah, I would. That's a really good point. That's interesting to think about. Cool. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. All right. What well, are we doing? I mean, obvi- obviously, we could talk about Snape forever, but we've been, this is like minute, what, an hour now? It's a horse of Snape. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we can always come back to it. We can always come back to we Snape can. at a later date, of course. Yes, we could. This will not be our last Snape talk. Absolutely. No. Yeah, we should do an, so. an, an, um, every now and then <laughs> Snape talk. I, I kind of like, I kind of Absolutely. like Absolutely, let's of do devoting. it. An hour to a character, yeah. even even beyond yeah. just Snape. There are other characters we're talking. I think. Grubbly Plank. Like Hedwig. Oh, Frankie's like, woo! Let's talk characters. I love characters. I can hear your sorting bell going off. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. What Frankie if we, wants to sort though. What if we spend a whole twenty minutes sorting? Exactly. Yes. Let's go back to that. I'm still that shocked. That people don't Frankie. enjoy the sorting. I do. I love you, <laughs> Okay. So let's do it. Okay. All right. We'll see All you guys right. in the wrap well, let's up. Let's push on to the wrap up. Bye. And now, before we're out of here, we have a short treat from you from our friends, our order partners at RupertGrint.net. A clip of the interview they had recently with Rupert from the release of his recent film, Cherry Bomb. There's a lot of. There's a lot more sort of. Um, Action stuff. For Ron as well, has got some quite stunts fun. coming up. Yeah. yeah. So Are you excited good. about that? I am. Yeah. <laughs> I do like all the stunts and that because the yeah, Quidditch is really fun this time. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It was a little bit painful. Yeah. But it was. Oh, no. It was good fun. Yeah. You heard about the broom thing? Was that? Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was good. They did make me a chair. Like uh, <laughs> they, they made this mold. Um, I had to sit in this like. Gelatin thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, a gelatin thing. Yeah. To, to get a mold of uh, yeah my yeah my yeah and um, 
to make it more comfortable and they sort of made like this padded seat and that, which kind of did help a lot, yeah. So it made it more comfortable. Okay, well that's good. Because <laughs> you have to sit there for a long time too, right? Yeah, we, I, mean, I was up there for ages and it, it does, it does get quite sore, but um, it, it's going to look cool. I was going to say, I don't know about you, but last week I saw or the most marvelous thing done by courtesy of our friend, Mr. John Noe and Mr. Frankie Franco. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly John. The best thing ever <laughs> was the animation that they did for the um, preview for the, the Vlogbrothers show that we did last week. And it was, okay, somebody else talk because I just that love it. That was pretty fun. It was brilliant. Oh, my gosh. It, it, next to me. And, on all characters and that was pretty cool. I got to cut up Helen and, Hunt. And Helen Hunt. John and Hank like completely freaked out over it. <laughs> they were so, they, it, they put it on their channel, which as you know, their channel is like, might as well be the front page of Leaky, you know. Yeah. Um, we put it on the front page of Leaky. Um, Hank says he's showing all his friends because he's they're not going to make fun of him because he's about to turn into a corn dog and it's hilarious. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Wait, he's not showing his friends or he is showing No, his he friends? is. His exact words were, I'm showing all my friends. I don't have to worry about looking like a fool because I'm about to turn into a corn dog and they're going to love it. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, corn dogs are what's not to love about turning into a corn, corn dog? So, you know, it's really, I, God, it's like, I wish you, you could do that. Every day, but it, would, it would kill your life. <laughs> I don't want to give anything away. Yeah. What? But since I finished it, I've been thinking about a way to do the, sort of the same thing in about 150th the amount of effort. And I may be on to something. That's wow. all I'll say for right now. Well, I personally enjoyed that I got to have pom-poms back. And, uh, and then at the... Yeah, Sue's pom-poms. I was a happy camper. But I mean, all the whole thing's... I mean, at your little hip shape, the burrito was like doing the little cha-cha of the prog <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm wondering if I'm going to see any avatars of the, the burrito hip shake. <laughs> you are now. <laughs> I may have to make one just, I guess, like anonymously just so I can see them out there. I, I couldn't possibly make it myself. It's hard to... Uh, Far too advanced for you. Uh, yeah, well, no, it's vain. Oh, well, it was just so funny. And then, you know, you had uh, John's, like, the cheeseburgers. I am a Jimmy Buffett fan. Make no mistake about that. And, and, and you had him. And then he held up the lettuce. I mean, the whole, just the whole thing was so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> and it looked God. curious, that setting, that diner that that was in. Sue, you're the only person right now who knows about that setting okay. other than Frankie. Oh. Nobody picked up that we were in a Chipotle. <gasps> <laughs> Nobody picked up on that. We were totally in a Chipotle. And it was one of those tall tables. That's why John and Hank were so short. <laughs> Is <Yeah>. that it? <laughs> I thought it was like a, a joke on the, the where they were, how they peek off the top of the Oh, it was. Well, I'm yeah, just, that's ab absolutely. Yeah. I'm just being part of it. And that played even perfectly because we didn't have to see their mouths moving as they do their vlog where we pulled that video from. Oh, it was just brilliant, the whole thing. I mean, but that, like, their little heads popped up, and then, you know, I mean, just people walking by, and, and I, from, from, you know, you, when you work in television, you kind of watch these things, and, the, like, the perfect, like, the shadows were perfect. John did so cool, and there were people walking by, and I just, I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was brilliantly done, so kudos well, to you. Thank you very much. Wonderfully, wonderfully Good job, done. John. It was, it was 
I just, you know, I'm like, man, I want that like forever. I want to put it on my iPod and show everybody I know. <laughs> this looks so cool. It was just so funny. Well, you can buy it on iTunes for eighty nine ninety five. I'm kidding. <laughs> ah, yeah, a DVD quality version. Nice. Hey, should we tease um, the other certain thing that we might be putting up soon? Hmm. Having to do with this? PC4.com is kind of a dead link right now. PCFOUR.com is a little bit of a dead link. Um, it only really goes to. It'll redirect to Pottercast right now. But soon, hopefully, very soon, we will be able to offer you some items that you can purchase on there. Right? Yes, yes. Possibly with um, our fun, cute little food characters. Mm-hmm. Awesome. They're not powder cash shirts, because nope. they're not allowed. No. They're, they're, they're Melissa, John, Sue, and Frank shirts. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. So, if you happen to think we're mildly entertaining and want to wear a shirt or carry around a keychain saying as such, then maybe you'll have something you'd like on uh, PC4.com. You know, over the summer, we're going to have to give Hank and John then a shirt with the corn dog and the hamburger on it. Yes. <laughs> Did you see that? Frankie, someone just said in the chat, they want a Team Frack shirt. You can become like Team Edward. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I'm not logging the chat. My oh computer boy. can't handle it, but thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. Crazy. So, what else? Anything else we're wrapping up? Should we take a couple of wrap-up callers, or are we saying goodbye? Let's do a couple of questions like that we pick out of the chat. Like yeah, I like that. Oh, real quick on a side note, um, I just want to thank all of the acting troupe people because I am yes. loving the acting troupe. Yeah. I mean, when we're, when it's done, I'm gonna have to like edit a podcast so I can get them all in a row so I can just listen to them when I drive. You don't think we're not gonna do that too? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I was hoping that I said that. I and think you'd we be could, like, oh. we could put out a CD of, of all of it. Like, honestly, when things settle down for me, I want to do some, like, a page or two of a graphic novel of it, just just to have fun with it, because, yeah. oh my gosh, I'm eating it up. I love it. Anyway, so good job, guys. Keep at it. It's so clever. If you ever need I mean, a little have a next episode silly soon. voice every once in a while, let me know. It could be Hedwig or something. Oh, they love it. <laughs> God, Frankie, they love I'll it. be Hedwig. If they can write Hedwig. Part of Owl played by <laughs> Hedwig, played by Frankie Franco. <laughs> All right, are we taking are we taking questions? Yes, anyway? from the chat. Okay, let's do it. Do we have plans to go to the Chicago Expo? I want to. I want to go. Our, our when my, is it? It opens on April thirtieth, and it runs through the summer until like September. I forget the date of or something like that. But um, it. I want to go see Edward. I told Edward I'm going to come see him. Edward, who uh, mm. posted. Cullen. Edward Cullen. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Just kidding. I Edward hang Cullen. out with Might vampires. Well I do. They share very many. Characteristics. True. <laughs> I want to go see that. I, you know, I mean, uh, this is a nostalgic moment for me because that's the first time I met Frankie is when we w- took the WB tour in. in that's right. Los Angeles, and and I just freaked out. I mean, there the guy takes you on that tour. If you get a chance to go see it, take it. And I remember the moment because like John like held the door open. We walked in and we saw the flying car. Ford Angular. Mm-hmm. And, and I thought my heart was just like gonna just like explode. And then and then to top things off, and then Frankie, we got to go into the friend set. Ah! Unrelated, but it was still cool. But all those props from the the Harry Potter thing was amazing to see. <gasps> that was our first picture of the quartet on the on the couch of friends. <gasps> Two years You're prior right. to me being part of the show. Foreshadowing. Anyway, <laughs> it was magic, Frankie. 
It took me two years to convince Melissa to let you know. <laughs> took you two years to Shut talk up. to me because <laughs> Mr. John was so freaking quiet when you meet him at first. I'm like, is he pissed? He's just so shy. No. Everybody I'm thinks John's pissed when you meet him at first. Everybody I'm thinks John hates them when you meet him at first. Yeah, I'm the strong, silent type. I'm mysterious. <laughs> well, one of, one, one of those really words is right. But that, you know, that, Even that exhibition thing is going to be really cool, though. Because we remember we saw, like, they had the, like, when Hermione got zapped by the basilisk, they had <laughs> her all, in there. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The dummy, that thing that they made. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. So, it's really cool. Somebody pick another question. Oh, well, they want to know about your book, Melissa. There's about a mil- what million. About it? What's the next one going to be? imaginary book? No. Your this new doesn't one. doesn't exist. doesn't exist. I'm working on a number of different things, but I have to settle, pick something, and just go. It's, um, okay, tell us and we'll help you. Just really, tell us right now. What's really hard is that I, I just, I don't, I, I don't think it should be about Harry Potter. Or, I think it's time to do something else. And <laughs> You guys need, I'm, I'm a neurotic mess, guys. Just because you have a book that is doing at least marginally well doesn't mean that you're <laughs> any more secure. So just... FYI. You should do a biography about Mr. Giggles. <laughs> yes. Mr. Giggles? No, she's going to write the Dollish saga is what it's going to be. That'll be a really yes. good one. <laughs> yeah. A spin-off series of his yeah. dramatic uh, life. Yeah. How, how he met his wife. So that I can get this out of the way, I saw somebody was very, very devotedly asking what advice I had for aspiring writers, and I have one word advice. Write. Thank you. It's the best thing you can tell any artist. Do it. DVD commentaries with Frankie. Do you want me just to record, like, I'm, I think with it's, you? It should just be Frankie. <laughs> yeah, so. that's hilarious. <laughs> hey, Frankie, 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 Frankie should be doing the commentary over our commentary. Commentary on yeah. your commentary. Awesome. <laughs> That'd be hysterical. <laughs> it's like when I used to listen to Pottercast at work when I was at my desk at the architecture firm. I used to talk to it and be like, I wish I could say this. Now I can say it. Yeah. About canon questions. Uh, well, I'd like to know the Maori translation. What is Maori? What? What? Where? Where do people who speak that language come from? Maori. Arkansas. Please, the third movie commentary. It's on the feed. Yeah, yeah we have it on the feed. It's been on the feed. Uh, speaking of languages, what's what's the status on your audiobook? Because I want to volunteer mm. to do your your book. Your <laughs> they're they're record. The woman emailed me to do pronunciations. I got to tell I got to tell her how to pronounce my friend's names. Cool. Oh, cool. Oh, really? Was what does she sound like? Is she British? The coolest thing I ever heard in my life. No, she's American. No, she's American because I'm American. Well, I don't know. Oh. I would like to read. But it was so cool to call her up and I got her answering machine. And I was like listening to her voice on her answering machine like a stalker. You know, I'm like, oh, that's what my audiobook's gonna sound. How does she sound? Cool. Do an impression. That'd be cool if she was. Oh, Latin. I can't. It's, normal. What? It'd be cool if she was like Latin. Does she sound young or old or what? No, <laughs> she's really old. That'd be great. <laughs> Harry, I'm Melissa. Or she has one of those like, cough things like, every, every Harry <laughs> I want to hear a Dementor do that. <laughs> he can't articulate words. He just goes <laughs> <laughs> you sounded like the Nargles from from like Lord of the Rings. That was awesome. The ring race. <laughs> the ring uh, race, yeah. Nargles. Harry, yeah. Harry, you have to read like Melissa. Um, that is just so bizarre. Then there's to Mooch know. Version. Oh no! Here we go again. For cats. Well, do we want to do a couple more questions and then talk yeah. it in? Yeah, I have a fun idea. I want to. Uh, what do you guys think of bringing in somebody to give us the password? Do it. But wait, let's let's do questions first. 
Okay. One more crazy exciting question. How about the person we calls in gets the question and the password? Go. Okay. Sorry, I gotta make a decision. I'm just suggesting. When will we get a tour announcement? Probably in the next month or so. Hey. Hi, you're on Podcast. Who are you? Hi, I'm Natalia from California. What part of California? Ooh. I'm in near San Francisco. Nice. Hey. I'm so excited to be able to go on your show. I love your show. I listen to like until I fall asleep. Aww. That's awesome. I usually fall asleep as I'm listening. John. I'm joking. What is your question? What is your favorite show to watch on the weekends or weekdays? Lost. Uh, lots of Lost fans here. I like Heroes and I like 24 as well as Lost. 24 is great this year. Oh. Um, it's great. I watch Friends After of Lost and Legend of the Seeker on Hulu. Ooh, I like that one too. It's great. It's a lot of fun. Fantasy based. Okay, guys, it's that time. Keep twiddling those dials. The next password will be lost. Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good night. Good night. We've missed it. I confess myself disappointed. Now. If you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time we've been here for four hours. Spooky how the time flies when we're having fun. <laughs> this week's podcast was edited by Andrew Garner, Jamie Medea, Rihanna Roop, and Michael Beckett. It was produced by John Noe and the Podcast Quartet. Big thanks go out to the awesome people at Ustream.com for helping us host our live show this week as well as our order partners and friends at rupertgrint.net for giving us the clip of the Rupert Grint interview. Don't forget the rest of that can be found at rupertgrint.net. And big props and shout-outs go out to our transcription elves, as always, for transcribing this and every other podcast episode at podcast.com. For more information about the show and figure out how to be a part of future episodes, visit podcast.com. This culture's got a-